content marketing shouldn't feel like rocket science. If anything, it should be fun and engaging for you and your audience. So let's talk about the strategies for how to create a good content marketing strategy. You've probably been told that content is key to growing your business, right? There are so many experts who spend a ton of time cranking out incredible content consistently, and yet they're broke. See, there's a huge difference in growing your following and growing your income. How do you create content in a way that actually gets you paid over and over again? Like turning every video into an army of salesmen that deliver your perfectly crafted message around the world, around the clock, perpetually, forever. I'm Marley Jacks, and you're listening to The VIP Code. I've built my business to seven figures and only took me two years to make my first million. And the biggest part of that was my content marketing strategy. So today I want to talk about the most important first step to any good content marketing strategy, whether you have a coaching service or a dog grooming business, this can really be for any niche. And you won't want to miss this number one rule that I have for social media and content marketing, but I don't want to freak you out, but it might completely alter your social media presence after hearing this. And guys, I'm feeling a little generous today, so I also want to tell you the biggest mistake that people make in content marketing so you can avoid this common pitfall. The most important first step to any good content marketing strategy is to reverse engineer your goal for the entire campaign. We're not just creating content for the sake of content. I never want you to just like take a picture, pull out your camera and just talk about random stuff with no outcome. We want to reverse engineer the outcome. What's the point of this? What are we leading to? We want to work backwards from the result that you want to create. And also don't try to be everywhere. Sure, like create content on different platforms and you can test things out, but I would recommend that you focus on the platforms where your audience is specifically hanging out. So that might require some customer avatar research. Are they more on Instagram? Are they more on Pinterest? Are they more on LinkedIn? And that's for you to find out and for you to decide and do that research and see the data to where are people responding to you the most? Where are you actually getting those numbers? We measure our business by five core functions. We have lead generation, lead nurture, lead conversion, fulfillment and retention and upsell. So we're looking at every single platform that we're investing effort into. So if we see that we're not generating leads on one platform, why would I keep wasting my time there? What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and it doesn't work, something like that. Thanks, Einstein. Whatever isn't working, don't do that. The things that are working, double down. Now there's a number one rule that I wanna make sure that you are implementing when it comes to your social media and content marketing. And it's called the 80-20 rule, meaning that 80% of your posts should be regular, you know, value building, relationship building content, and 20% of that is selling. You've probably followed some social media accounts where like, it seems like all they're doing is just slimy, like cold calling, hard selling, blasting you with ads. And you're like, whoa, like, I don't even know who this person is. And you probably unfollow it because it's so much hard hitting sales instead of value. So your posts need to be of value to your customer avatar or your ideal client. And one of the strategies that I recommend for you to use is a story selling framework that I created called Elsa. Yes, you think of Elsa and you might think of the Disney Snow Queen, but for these purposes, do not let it go. Elsa is a framework, is an acronym for Epiphany Lesson Story Application. So when you use it like this, you can even have posts that are more storytelling and the 20% at the end of it has a call to action, but because you've led with story, it's more of a soft pitch and it doesn't seem like that yucky, 
hard, you know, car salesman kind of selling. So let's go through the acronym, Epiphany Lesson Story Application. Before you create any piece of content, just like I said before, we wanna reverse engineer the outcome. What's the epiphany? What's the aha moment that we want our audience to have after consuming this piece of content? Is it that we want them to have some kind of belief in themselves or we want them to see this as a solution or this being the only answer to their prayers? So what's the epiphany that you want them to have? Think about that. Now, how do you give them that epiphany? Through the next letter in the acronym, lesson. What's the framework that you can teach them? And maybe you have that as like a three-step framework or something where you can just take step, step, step and help them to get to that result or that outcome. However, this is where S stands for story because the best marketers spend the most time on the story. The story is what teaches people why they should care about the lesson that they're getting. We don't wanna be the, the boring Charlie Brown teacher at the front of the classroom, like wah, 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 here's this, do this, blah, blah, blah. When you can give them a story, that's gonna help them tie into some sort of like an emotional shift and show them why they should care. If you can tell your story of when you like hit a wall or your before and after or something that really it like gave you an epiphany that shows them why they should have this epiphany, that's gonna help them to know, like, and trust you and help them to invest emotionally with their feelings before they invest financially with their credit cards. And the A in ELSA is for application. What's the next step that they can take to now apply this into their life? And it can be a call to action to another video that they can watch or to a lead magnet or straight to a sales page if you're saying, hey, I'd love for you to purchase this now. Like this is the next step that's gonna get you to the outcome. Go here, click here, watch this, buy this. That's how you're gonna lead people from the story selling into the sale. When you're thinking of the 80-20 rule, think of how you're actually kind of dating your audience. You're dating them, getting to know them, they're getting to know you before you'd ever go in for a proposal. Think about like if you were on a first date with someone and before you even get to the restaurant or the movie or whatever, they're like, hey, we should get married. And you're like, what? I don't even know you. You haven't taken me to dinner yet. You don't know my last name. You have to build that relationship with them or else it can almost be offensive. One of my favorite movies that I like to give as an example is 50 First Dates. You know, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. And if you've seen this movie, you know the characters Henry and Lucy. Henry is trying to date Lucy, but doesn't realize that Lucy has short-term memory loss. So every time he sees her the next day, it's like he has to start all over again. She's forgotten about the, the nice things that he did the day before. So when he comes over to her table at the breakfast restaurant, and like touches her waffle house that she's making, she's offended. She's like, I don't even know you. Don't touch my waffles. It's offensive because she doesn't remember what has just happened and all the rapport that he built the next day. So it's not that your audience has short-term memory loss, but we do have shorter attention spans. So it's up to us to continue to build that relationship and tell those stories to keep making that emotional connection with our audience. I'm so excited for you to be able to implement the ELSA framework and story selling and the 80-20 rule. But before you run off and start implementing your content, I wanna share with you the biggest mistake that people make in content marketing, and that's creating content for the sake of content. All of your content should be purposeful provide education or entertainment, and then lead to a call to action. The purposeful content you create can be repurposed into Instagram stories or LinkedIn articles or blog posts. And what I like to do is plan this out in a calendar. One of the things that we actually have is a plan for profit campaign calendar. Um, we have this inside of our Hello to High Ticket training where we show how you can actually have a system like clockwork of the things you're gonna promote in a way that you have the stories already created that you're not trying to like, hey, buy this and buy this and like, cold calling or hard selling or yucky 
salesman kind of stuff because we I don't want to be like that and I also don't want to receive that kind of content which I'm sure you have examples of content that you don't want to be like you don't want to be producing so when you have a plan for profit campaign calendar in your business you'll know exactly what each piece of content is leading into and how that content also leads into cash flow and revenue for your business so I would love to actually share that with you I want to show you the step-by-step -step process of building unique offers in your business that will pave the way for infinite cash flow and help you effortlessly ascend your audience from hello to high ticket. So if you're ready to jump in on the fastest path to cash, I'd love for you to join my next free private training where I will break it all down for you. We'll show you the plan for profit campaign calendar and all of our done for you systems that you can actually take and implement in your business. Ready to wave goodbye to inconsistent sales? I was too. I've lived the launch to launch feast or famine lifestyle without knowing where my next cash flow was coming from. But thanks to my seven figure cash flow systems, I am never going back. In my next private training, I'll be guiding a hand selected audience through this step-by-step -step process of ascending leads from hello to high ticket. Want the secrets? Go to hellotohighticket.com where I'm hosting an exclusive private training where I'm teaching all of my predictable cash flow systems to sell high ticket. But hurry because the deadline to apply is disappearing at the end of this month. So go to hellotohighticket.com.